This is the Bright and Bubbly Podcast with Tori and Elizabeth. Thank you for clicking play. We are talking about pet peeves. Now, before you're like, but wait, you guys are bright and bubbly. We are going to put a bright and bubbly spin on these pet peeves. So buckle up because it's going to be fun because pet peeves are fun. <laughs> no, 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 they are not. That is the opposite definition of a pet peeve. A pet peeve actually tends to be about complaining. Right. It's that you're complaining <laughs> out loud about something that bothers you, which is the opposite of what you would expect from us. But we were thinking about it and we also had some fun responses to some of the things that bother us. And we thought you might have something silly too. Yes, because it's always good to just be lighthearted and just talk about some things. Yeah. So my pet peeve that I have, and my family does know this one, and they're very gracious and kind to me about it, is um, the sound of a licking dog. Like when a dog like licks, like repeatedly licking something, yeah. like obsessively licking, like someone's hand or Face. a spoon with peanut butter on it, and they're just like licking, and you hear them smacking their lips, and, and, like, <laughs> and the tongue is just, oh, I don't know. It's like the nails on a on a chalkboard experience for me i do not like it and danielle who happens my sister who happens to have a dog is very gracious to me that she'll like oh elizabeth doesn't like this come on hazel like let's go over here that's danielle's dog and um i'm very grateful for that but i dislike the licking and (laughs) (laughs) so um where do you find the bright (laughs) Yeah, the the brightness in the pet peeve. The brightness in this pet peeve as I complain about like something that's so annoying to me is one, my family actually is very considerate of it. Yeah. Like if there is something that bothers me or something that bothers them, we have learned to really be kind and and conscious of when we are doing something that might bother them. And so like my sister is actually very aware, hey, you know what? Elizabeth has said this. I'm going to do my very best to not have the dog do it around you that much. And so that right there is like seeing how they like respond to something mm-hmm. that doesn't I don't like. They honor me in that. But then also going, you know what? The proof of the dog doing that is that that my sister has a dog. Yeah. And that comes with a dog. You get some positives and negatives with a lot of things in life. And that happens just to be one with a dog is if they're a dog that loves to lick that sound is gonna happen yes also when you said positive there was a pun in there because you said positive (laughs) anyway okay cool (laughs) that's that's that uh my one of my biggest pet peeves is open signs that stay open when clearly the business is closed. Like on my drive to work, I pass a couple of shops that like at 7 a.m. the lights are off. They're clearly not open yet. The light is on and it says open. And it's one of those things that like drives me absolutely insane. Like I get lit because these open signs are on. And I'm like, clearly, you guys are not open. How hard is it to click the electric sign off? It just gets me going. I bet they just forgot. <laughs> I, mean, are, I mean, really, are they that intentional? Or Probably not. Or is it 
something like, okay, we're going to keep this on so that people know that this business is still, like, actively around. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays. <laughs> right. But I don't know. But that... To tell you the truth, that's been happening for years. <laughs> it has been. And it just is like recently where I'm like, what is going on? But that is the truth of that is, is like, yes, the businesses are still around. They are still open. Like, yeah, you know, you could always go into each store and go, hey, I'm so glad you guys serve your uh, customers so well. Can you also serve me? You're not customer that drives by <laughs> by shutting off this light, please. I would be driving all over towns, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the gas money for that. <laughs> yeah. So pet peeves. I mean, truly, if you look at like a definition in the dictionary when it comes to what a pet peeve is it's a frequent subject of complaint something that comes up on a regular basis so an example of that would be one of my biggest pet peeves is people driving too slowly on the highway that was an example that is not mine (laughs) but there is times where that type of stuff is frustrating Mm -hmm. and then going okay well how do we change our thoughts about the pet peeves or the complaints. And then also going, it's okay if you have a couple. Right. You know, because we were like, how do we, you know, not put a spin on it, but how do we keep it light and like positive? And then uh, Devante was in here with us and he was like, what about Jesus? Did Jesus have any pet peeves? You know what I mean? Like what were some of the things, you know, in the Bible? And I said, well, he flipped over the table like he didn't like people selling things in the temple. Yeah. You know? It was a complaint. It was a point of like complaining about what they were doing and that they were causing problems for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think there's also, it's those things is sometimes when we have a complaint, sometimes it's not an action step and other times it is. And I think like a pet peeve tends to be something that we don't think about until it happens. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So it's not so much an action step as much as like when you're like, no, this person always calls me the wrong name. That is not a pet peeve. (laughs) That's their habit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, because it's one person specifically, not everyone else. Yeah. And so then you like forget until that person misses your name or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a pet peeve about this, but because I already brought up this scenario i'm gonna follow through with it where i work there's someone that constantly calls me my middle sister's name and um and so literally like greets me and goes hi emily and it's like hi in my head not emily (laughs) not emily but thank you and it but it's not a pet peeve like because that type of thing I could sometimes complain, oh, yeah, I got called that name of my sister again and not my own. But in that sense, I'm like, no, they're trying and they know me or they want to know me or they're trying to be greet greeting in kindness. Because there's many times where we'll make mistakes with people's names. And I have heard people talk to me about a pet peeve of when they get called the wrong name or different things like that. But sometimes that's less of a pet peeve and more of a heart of like, well, you know what? If they're not intending you harm, yeah, then you, you can forgive that or you can overcome it. When I think with other pet peeves, it's like, no, this is just super annoying. When I walk on my hardwood floor and every morning the one part of the floor 
creaks. <laughs> Why does it always creak? I'm so done with the floor creaking. <laughs> yeah, like that. That is a pet peeve. <laughs> yes. Yep. That is a pet peeve. Um, do you have any more, Tori? So I frequent Target. It's not a shock. And they put... Um, like cell phone companies in there, like salespeople. So like they'll stand by the electronics and kind of be like, hey, how's your cell phone service? Do you want blah, 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 blah. And it's just annoying to me because it's almost like when you, back when people would go to the mall and like you would walk through like the perfume counters and they want to sell you things and you're like, no, I'm just trying to get through Macy's to get into the food court or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, I'm just trying to shop at Target. I have a great cell phone plan. Like, I don't need you to talk to me. So I avoid them. And I like go around different aisles to like dodge and weave and make sure I don't make eye contact with them. But it is annoying. I'm like, come on, Target. I just want to shop. I want to get my great stuff and then leave and not have to dodge around people trying to sell me better cable or internet or whatever they're selling. And I'm like, ah, so okay (laughs) nice nice i find that i don't think about my pet peeves often that i had to be very intentional to actually realize Mm -hmm. that the dog licking sound was a pet peeve that is funny to me because literally yesterday on my way to work i thought about my open sign pet peeve and i commented in my car and i was like they are not open why is the sign on and i kept going but (laughs) yeah no i had to like be very intentional to go do you have a pet peeve elizabeth and what is it oh it's this do you have any more i don't know (laughs) like (laughs) i love that about you though because you were the one that was like hey we got to make it great and you're like the positive spinner on it and i'm like yeah so yeah you look at your pet peeves as like but yes but like seeing my sister having a dog brings her joy so then that brings me joy right and it's all about perspective like yes. your pet peeves are and i just choose to walk away from the dog <laughs> right i go okay when you're not licking i'll come and i'll come and pet you i'll come give you all the love i'll even play with you and your toy like i'll do all that just don't make that sound please right i i feel as though this episode is changing me and my perspective so now when i drive past open signs i will have more grace, and it's because of you, so. Yeah. Well, okay, I do have a question yeah. on this. Is it consistently the same business? No, it's all businesses. So it is probably that they forget. Yeah. And it's, like, the person that, like, is just tired after a long day of work, and they're, like, forgot to put their sign on. Or maybe they really were intentional to keep it on. I don't know. It could just be, like, I don't know, like, the unplugging of it. Because, like, if you turn off all the lights and it's not plugged into that yes. one light source, then, yeah, that's an yeah. extra step. And you just shut off the lights for your business and you're leaving. And you don't yeah. think about the sign that probably stays on all the time. And now I'm curious. I almost want to go into a couple of businesses that I've seen it done. Do you intentionally keep your open light on? And if so, can you tell me the reason behind that? I, <laughs> I could totally see you doing that. <laughs> and yes, do it, please. And report back to me. Okay. Yes. The I don't see them, though. Not oh, that often. So you're maybe just I'll build me. up the courage and go yeah. in one day. And just, yeah. Yeah. What do you have to lose? 
Nothing. You may not have the pet peeve after that. Right. I'm feeling like it's 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 leaving me as we're talking about it. So it's all right. <laughs> all right. Report to us next week. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Tell us if it, it stuck around. I feel like there's more. On the top of, like, my mind somewhere uh-huh. going, no, this thing sometimes bothers you and that type of thing. But I think a lot of times when I get into, like, complaints, it's not a, a consistent one. Uh-huh. It's a situation or a scenario mm, that's happening yeah. right now. Like, right now, I am constantly frustrated with, and then you fill in the blank. Yeah. And then the next week, it changes. Mm-hmm. But actually having something long term, I don't think we're supposed to. Right. Like, truly, there are things that will bother us in this world. And yet, it shouldn't actually have power over our lives Mm -hmm. to stop us or to take the joy from the Lord that he's given us. But then again, we we find ourselves complaining a lot. We are human. Uh, We are. And so, speaking of that, I was looking up, I mean, in the simple way, the easy the easy way out of looking up a word sometimes is just searching it in the Bible and going, hey, complaint. Where are complaints in the Bible? Where, what does God's word say about this specific word? So not just definitions from the dictionary, but also just finding scripture. And so I found this one and I feel like for the rest of our time, we can just discuss this passage from Psalms 142. I'm going to read verses one all the way through seven. I mean, it's not that long. Here we go. It's a masculine of David when he was in the cave. So basically, this is a prayer while David was in the cave, um, probably in the times when he was still hiding from Saul, I'm guessing. Um, I also have not done the research of this chapter specifically. So um, I did not do my homework, which as someone that loves to teach God's word, I should, but I didn't. Here we go. First one. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift my voice to the Lord for mercy. Verse two, I pour out before him my complaint. Before him, I tell my trouble. Three, when my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. In the path where I walk, people have hidden a snare for me. Verse four, look and see. There is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. Verse five, I cry to the Lord and I say, You are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Verse 6. Listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for they are too strong for me. Verse 7. Set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Psalms 142. So when you look at this, There is actually a point where he is talking about his complaint in verse two. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him, I tell my trouble. Meaning I have constant communication with my Lord and he sure does know that I have all these complaints. Yes. (laughs) And I'm in this spot and it's terrible and I'm not enjoying it. But even as he's saying this, the psalmist is writing that. Did you see at the very end? Like he goes... 
set me free from my prison. As in he's still like, oh, there's this place that I may praise your name. Then the righteous, those others around, will gather about me because of your goodness to me. There will be something, Lord, even as I complain, even as I talk to you about something going on now, what you will do, the righteous will know about it and your goodness for me, Lord. Like, whew, man. So sometimes even in our complaints, we can come overcome them because we've actually said them to the Lord. Yeah. And we've actually declared them and spoke over something going, this bothers me. But Lord, hmm, what do you want to do here? Mm-hmm. So I think 142 kind of goes with some of this like pet peeve yeah. conversation and different things like that. Did anything stand out to you in this passage? Yeah, I like verse three when it says, when my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way in the path where I walk. People have hidden a snare for me. Um, And yeah, I just, I love that because it's like, he's growing faint. He's complaining to the Lord, but he's like, God, you're watching over me. You know the path, you know where the snares are at and you're watching every step and you're, you're guiding me. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna complain, Lord. <laughs> like, right? I'm still like, complaining, but God, like you, you have this path. You're watching over me. You're, you're giving me my strength when my spirit yeah. grows faint. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So thanks for listening to mm-hmm. me. Like, and you listen to my cry and m- in my need and all those things. Like, yeah. And that is so true too, because there are moments quite frequently where I've just cried out to God and I'm like, God, what are you doing? Like, this is not fair. This is not right. I don't understand. But also standing that and being like, God, I don't understand. I'm annoyed. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. I'm complaining to you in one hand, but in the other hand, holding so fast to who you are and your goodness and knowing that you are God. Right. That's good. I mean, I think it's okay to hold both. Mm Mm-hmm. And always ending with knowing who God is. Yeah. And not not doubting him. Because you don't need to doubt him. You need to doubt your doubts. Right. <laughs> we need to doubt what, what's frustrating us. We need to doubt those things. But not doubting God um, as, we, as we move forward, as we go through life. Yeah. So, you know, pet peeves are great. We all have them. And there will be many more probably through our life. But just knowing that, like... Yes, we have pet peeves, but we have a God who wants to listen to our complaints and walk us through whatever we're going through. Yes. I mean, that's a pretty cool lesson. Because even if you know the story of David and going forward, God did amazing things for him. And he still went through a lot of life and made mistakes. But this that also just kind of walks through like, oh yeah, you can complain. Like, mm-hmm. God's at you, especially when you fix your eyes on him. Uh, what is something bright and something bubbly, Miss Tori? So I'm going to start off with bubbly first. Um, at work the other day, it was beautiful outside, and I was just sitting outside at recess with the kids, and somebody called me over and was like, Miss Tori, look at one of your students. And I look over, and he found on the playground a pair of sunglasses and his jacket was off and he was just as happy as can be. And it was the cutest, cutest thing. And I was like, oh my word, where did you find those glasses? Where is your jacket? And it was just, it was just so fun. It like gave me so much joy in that moment. I was like, oh my gosh, this is precious. 
Um, so then my something that encourages me is just my friendships. Like I am just being poured into by some incredible people. Mm, that's good. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to do bubbly first. So we'll be the bubbly and bright. <laughs> um, <laughs> something that was fun was, um, one of my days off recently, I was at home and I was walking around the house and I had forgotten that it was a nice day. Uh, I like to, on my day off, not go anywhere. So mm-hmm. I sometimes forget to even go outside, even though I love to go on walks. And while I looked out my window, I saw a mom and daughter that I happen to know that live in my neighborhood that I don't get to see very often. And they were walking by. And it was so fun to go outside and go, whoa, <laughs> it's warm out. Whoa, like I, I get to talk to you and like have a fun, unexpected conversation at my house where like I didn't have to plan a thing and and then be reminded of the weather. So then the very next thing I did was I went and got Danielle's dog. Um just really talking a lot about that dog today. <laughs> um, and took her out for a walk because it was so nice and like the weather was great. And I would not have done it if I hadn't seen them. Aww. And it was just fun. Like the whole experience was just fun. And actually truly if I'm very very real. It was also encouraging. It was also bright because mm-hmm. it was like great to be reminded that they lived in the neighborhood. Great to be reminded that the weather was nice. Like the ability to go and exercise my sister's dog and like yeah. all those things that I wasn't going to have it be both, but it really was a bubbly and a bright. I love it. Go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. Bye-bye butterflies.